independent variable. Welcome to Strange Sales from Outer Space. Is it is it is it too loud? No, I I may have accidentally let the audio from the stream bleed into the stream. So it, there's going to be a period of time where everybody's slightly annoyed at the echo, but it was like a second long, and I was like, oh, fuck, no. So I apologize for that. Hi, Welcome everyone. to Strange Tales from Outer Space. From outer space where we don't star. know how to do anything properly. <laughs> we the are continuing. We <laughs> everything up. But look, we are consistent. Consistent at getting bad introductions to our podcast. 100% true. <laughs> hey, that is our brand. People come to know and love us. Our ineptitude, our bad introductions, our occasionally spotty reporting, our <laughs> lovable, memorable personalities, um, and my, our continuous effort to shoot ourselves and self-deprecate ourselves in the foot while we go over the news and views of this week's Wildstar news and our community and stuff like this. Krug, how was your week? My week was good. Uh, I did a cool thing in Flash for the Quarter Up stream, which Indigo is going to talk about a little bit later. Quarter Up? Um, I basically made the overlay in Flash so that I can control the overlay by clicking on the actual overlay instead of... These two guys have fucking heard this to death and beyond because I'm so excited. I'm so proud no, of myself. No, it's super like, cool. Not going to lie. Wait, it's I'm, super cool. I'm rarely proud of myself, so I'm going to enjoy this and brag about it a little bit, if that's all right with you guys. Uh, no, so that's what I did. I, I made well, it it's not flash. like we're doing a show for another show or something like that. It was really fun, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad. And now I know a new skill, um, and it, it was great. That's what I did this week, uh, aside from working. And, and like, you started learning how to program a website from scratch. Oh, so. yeah, Ooh. I started learning HTML, CSS, and JavaScript simultaneously, which is mind-boggling but so useful. What? It's not. Those are the three things that you need to build True. a website. Like, I mean, three. You can go into, like, Ruby and all that. Other I want to Squarespace. Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll send you the site that I used. It was great. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. Um, kind of working. A server went down today while I was in a parking lot, and I had to fix it from my phone, which was annoying as shit. And I think that every time that company's application causes my server to crash, they owe me $100. Because <laughs> then I could just fucking retire, like, right now. And Indigo, how was your week? <laughs> that wasn't an awkward transition at all. It was a kind of awkward to <laughs> shut off. And, and, and... Uh, well, uh, so we did uh, our pilot of Quarter Up, which uh, Krug mentioned, uh, which was really fun. I'm not going to point or say who won, but, I mean, it was a lot of fun, and that's all that really matters. Uh... <sighs> Blatant pander will get you everywhere. It is a pilot, so things will be different when we're going to get to the actual show. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's going to be way tighter. Because, I, I mean, I fucked so much stuff up, but that's because it was <laughs> really but, difficult. Now it's going to be really easy, and it's going to go a lot more smoothly. Um, and even uh, if it, it did go a little poorly, like, as far as no, the technical side, as far as the technical side was concerned, but it was still really entertaining for me to be a part of it. Like, that's... And I think that's the thing everybody cares about. I don't think people care that coins pl- make a sound effect. Like, <laughs> so what? <laughs> anyways, anyways... Um, Played a little bit of Wildstar this week. Uh, again, I, I'm still in the same uh, same boat everyone else is in right now, which is this kind of like, all right, we we're gonna slow it down a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna wait until free to play, which is only nine days away as of this recording right now. I have not done that math in my head. Wow, <laughs> that is mind boggling. Yeah, so uh, we're all just waiting for it to happen. So uh, we heard a lot of news about uh, the crafting system, which we'll go into a little bit later. What? Nothing. 
thought, anyway, I thought, I thought Krug almost like spilled water on his microphone right there. Oh. No, I just bumped it and it probably made a sound. Right. Uh, uh, Doc, what about you? How was your week? My week was quite amazing uh, because all I, I did was work. You don't sound excited about it at all. Oh, you're being sarcastic. Gotcha. Yes. Well, I'm, just like you guys, I'm learning new skills. So I started up Code Academy again. Trying to learn how to code and do HTML and C++ and Java and Ruby. Learn all the necessary skills. They're not my strong suit. Uh, so yeah. it's it's very much like I'm beating my head against the wall and trying to be patient and learn it. Uh, I use, like I said, I use Squarespace and I set up free advertising for someone that's not sponsoring us. I set up my own site for my own um, my portfolio and whatever pieces I'm doing. I was able to borrow a tablet from a friend to stream a little bit. But because of all that stuff, I didn't get a really chance to play any games at all. I think I got like mm-hmm. two games of League in, and then I got Diablo 3 this afternoon for the first time in forever in a day. And uh, that's pretty much been my week. It's just been a bunch of work, work, work. Like, enough, no. I, I think work should be rewarding and fun, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, I, I normally don't do this because this is the live stream supposed to be separate than all of our other pieces of content. Uh, but. Uh, I just got like nine emails right now of all of the people that just followed us. And I just, <laughs> it's our first you. raid from blue. I, I, I was just like, I just blew my phone up. So thank you all of you for, for that. Uh, yeah, I got them too, but the difference is I'm streaming and you can probably hear the notifications. So I'm just going to turn that off. <laughs> that was Back just podcast. Mode. Anyways, that was crazy. Let's move uh, into <laughs> the strange tales of this week. And there's, a quite nice bit of chunk of news this week. First off, we finally got a deep dive on the Alpha Sanctum. For those of you who have not been paying attention to the show in recent weeks or you're new, the Alpha Sanctum is a new story instance in the game. It's going to be released around level 15, and it's a prologue to the Wildstar World story. So this is actually your first glimpse at why we have these primal elements everybody's talking about, why we have these things called the Elden, who the heck is this, this person that we meet at the end of it, and it kind of starts to slowly get us into the plans or in the grand scheme of things for the planet Nexus and our story in Wildstar. You kind of go through this quasi-museum slash, like, holding pen of things uh, with the Pell for some reason. The Pell seem to be the guardians of a lot of Elden stuff in, in Nexus. And uh, on the bright side, it's not just the Alpha Sanctum you get earlier. A lot of the Trucera, the Trucera instance levels are getting their, getting their level, like, uh, let's start. That's a prerequisite. It's lowered so the, a little the bit. The distribution of Drusera instances is getting spread out more evenly, so they're not going to be clustered around a certain level group. Starting from level 15 to level 50, you're going to have access to a Drusera instance at regular intervals throughout your leveling. Uh, and they're also getting lowered, so this one is going to be the first one, and it's starting at level 15. If you throw that into like the battlegrounds you get at level 6 starting there, and throw it into the adventures and the, sh- uh, the expeditions and the dungeons... There is a nice, consistent stu- uh, amount of things happening as you're leveling up from Wildstar yeah. Reloaded and on. So that's really, really cool. And if you actually do finish Alpha, Alpha Sanctum, you actually do get a piece of decor as well to go with it. So that's actually really fun. So we're going to move on to... I mean, that's pretty much all there is for Alpha, Alpha Sanctum. I mean, we, we've talked about it before. Have you guys? If anybody here has a chance to play it, let us know and see what you think. Whether you're listening or you're watching live. I know I did. I found it a lot of fun being a lore buff. You actually get a, a nice... Uh, um, def, def, oh my god, I'm using all my words today. You're getting, <laughs> Wait, is there lore in those instances? Say again? Is there lore in those instances? Yeah, yes. It's yes. all the, Drusera instances the story. Lore? The storyline is lore. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do they say like 
When? When is there? <sighs> I've never. Anyways, never... bad next. troll is bad. Yeah, bad troll was bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. So we're going to do better next time. I swear. <laughs> So we're going to go back into the PTR for this next bit of news. So a lot of people have been trying to data mine what else is going to happen in Wildstar Reloaded and what we're going to see in the future of the game. And these new things have been popping up around the world. And they look like teleporter pads. Like you just step on them and you'd be teleported to someplace new. But these are like randomly, or not, well, kind of randomly? Incidentally, they look like they're teleporter pads that are near uh, world boss uh, drop areas. So I believe uh, we're going to show those those images on the screen right here. You've already seen them to um, my left, I believe it is. I forget That's my right. spacing, my right. There you go. Anyways. And you time... designed the UI. I did, but where... I'm getting everything mixed up. Anyway, Time Travel did confirm on Reddit that these, these faction teleporters are actually designed to help you get to the world boss locations faster, which actually does nicely eliminate the need for uh, a scientists in your group the idea is is to rely less on the past because they're more of an they're more of an uh an accent to how you play they're to enjoy your experience not be a mandatory thing to have in raids and dungeons and world boss stuff it just happens to be something that just is convenient oh you happen to have a venbot in skullcano when you went for 40 times in a row cool you don't have one not a huge deal same thing with world bosses you know you don't have to have a summon but you have one it's kind of nice yeah so that's really what it is. I, I'm, I'm. This is cool. This is awesome. I, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I don't like walking, <laughs> so I mean, I don't really think there's much to say about this. Like, thank you for making me have to walk less. I mean, your world is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but at a certain point, when you've traveled throughout the world multiple times to like level up buddies, alts, level up your own alts, and just like going back to get stuff you forgot and stuff, it's just kind of like, yeah, I know what this looks like. So can I just? Can I just go there? Like, can I click a thing? It's a so nice convenience. convenience for, yeah, all yeah. the convenience things are adding to let me get from point A to point B without having to go through points X through 1,008,942. I can't believe that actually came out as a legitimate number. Uh, <laughs> well, and I, I, think, I think another reason that they're doing this is to keep, is to keep flying out of, out of this system as well. Yes. Because uh, while, while we, do, we will, with the free-to-play, have the instant teleport back and forth, um, this, this allows us to uh, still get that, that travel and that experience without flying. And KDM just says no flying in the game currently. Technically, you, you can fly with hoverboards. They do hover above the ground. Although I guess, I guess we should be explicit about that when we say stuff like that. Because maybe some of these people don't play Wildstar. That's, That's true. We are here for them, too. Yeah. I'm okay with that, personally. The worlds are too. big enough yeah. to travel. You don't have to worry about it. They're pretty enough to see the to enjoy the visas while you're going about it. But some, on some more PTR news, we are going to show you some of the new rewards. I do apologize for the user that posted this on the Reddit. I didn't write down your name. I do apologize. But they did show off the new Techno Fade reward costumes. So, mm. if I'm not mistaken, these are going to be items you get either through daily logins or through cosmic rewards. Especially since we haven't seen a whole lot of the cosmic reward stuff in-game, I want to say it's the latter, the cosmic reward stuff. So what they are is they're, they look like augmented Elden metallic weapons that go for These each. These look nothing like Elden anything to me. Well, the Technophage stuff, it's all the... Um, like the like the color scheme's all all wrong for Elden stuff. Well, it's... It's, it's not what the Elden's supposed it's to the look archi- like, It's the architecture. It's more like strain-corrupted Elden stuff. I, I could, it could be wrong. I'm just that's not off. what it is. No, okay, fine. no, no, no way. Yeah, no. no. That's it but I, I'm just gonna say, on a more fundamental level, the stalker claws are fucking cool, right? Like you can, 
you can talk about like the inspiration for the models and the color scheme comes from a derivation of this versus this and like the juxtaposition of the I think the stalker claws look cool. And see, and I was thinking that the medic uh, things were awesome. Eh, I still okay. really love can the I, the ranger I, spell slingers uh, guns. Those are freaking awesome. Can can I say something rated R about the medic guns? Yes. Every time I see something in Wildstar with all of those tubes that connect different parts of the item, I think of a veiny cock. Like, that's what? all that comes into my... So I can't enjoy I'm... any of those models because that's what I think of. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sorry. Our stream's rated mature. So... I, um, that is the weirdest word association head. I have ever seen in a video that's, game that's, that's not just, Age of that's Conan. That, that's all I have. That's I, I mean, I'd use them, <laughs> but... I just I what? <laughs> We're speechless. Cosmic rewards from Moose. <laughs> Moose has gone out and done some cosmic reward stuff. Thank you. It just, it just, it just I hate you so much. <laughs> so much. You derailed this. Okay, wait, sorry. So the the Moose we all know and love. Yes. Went back on the PTR and said, hey, I've already shown you the housing stuff. I've shown you the, the Shades Eve stuff. I've shown you other stuff like that. And here he finally got a chance to acquire almost all the cosmic rewards out of his own wallet. So if you see this video and you see Moose in-game or any of his other versions, like I think Han Solo he has as a character name. He also has Captain, Captain Reynolds or Malcolm Reynolds. Say hi and say thank you because, yeah, he does have a character named Malcolm Reynolds. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, that. Firefly. I yeah. think you might be giving away some of his secrets. I don't think he minds that much. I mean, he chose... The, anyway. Can I tell you the best part of the uh, the video is the very end where he's on the mount that's, like, splayed out, and it's this fabulous! Oh, I, I might you spoiled, you spoiled <laughs> the end of it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. He shows off the War Piglet pet. Uh, I'm not a huge, super huge fan of the costumes. It might just be me. It's all personal taste. It's kind of cool you get them, I want to see it on other body types. I don't know. Because the Granok, it, it, it's uh, making them larger. Maybe yeah, they look true. a little bit nicer on smaller character builds. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. I, I think, honestly, Granok and Chua have hard times with a lot of the, the, the costumes on them. They either are too squished or they're too broad. And it makes them all look really, really odd sometimes. But we also got to see the, the Bandit Carver and the War Pig Mount. Which we get to the very end. It's qu- kind of '80s awesome. Yeah. Definitely. So, thank you, Moose, for for spending your time and your money and just showing showing everybody you meet in game all the cool stuff and being just super nice to them is I'm always a super awesome honest, shout out. I hadn't seen the fabulous part, and I just watched it. <laughs> it was like those like points from after school special. They all jump up in the air and it freezes. I, I, I even if you're not interested <laughs> in in what the rewards are. You should just go watch this video for the ending. It's hilarious. It's just fucking hilarious. Anyways. And one more cool little bit of news about the PTR is that, once again, we're going to the customization bent. And here, if you get to, I believe, tier 6 in Cosmic Rewards, like to the very end, you will get access to the Osin house. So, one, you gotta spend a a lot of time in-game to get that. And it's really, really cool. On top of that, it's the... It looks really fucking cool, though. Yeah. On top These of that, are the, specifically uh-huh. what this is showing off is all the customizations that we couldn't see before, which is they're some of them are super fucking cool. Which no other house has that, I believe. You have like an upgraded version of a house, but the house can't be customized itself. Yes, it can. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Which other ones? All of them. All of them have are you unique sure? like roofing. Oh locks, yes, yes, you're right. Doors. I apologize. You're you know right. what I mean? Good job, buddy. Welcome to Wildstar. Uh, it's a game created by Carbine. I'm having a heat stroke in an air conditioning room right now. Development so studio. It's all right. 
that is published by NCSoft. It's based in Japan. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna move from the PTR to live streams. And if you haven't known by now, the last few weeks we start, we have seen some new live streaming stuff from Carbine called Casual Friday. And this time they t- they had oh my god, what is his name? Mark Chang, I believe his name is. He, Mar- I know his na- first name's Mark. I yeah. don't remember his last name. He and uh, a sunshine came on and they talked about trade skills, runes, and trade uh, trade skills and. Oh my god, what's happening to me? It's so hot right now. I, I whatever. We're gonna basically what they did was they went over the PTR and all the fun changes that have gone over to runes and trade skills. Runes we've already gone over the last few weeks. You can kind of add them and roll them and change them and customize them. We've already talked about how there's no more certain runes are gone and how they have new class sets and that kind of stuff. But the major appealing part is the trade skill stuff that we haven't quite heard a whole bunch of yet. So first off, there are four of the trade skill crafts that got major reworks. That's going to be armor smith, weapon smith. Outfitters and tailors, and if you're going to be a tailor, just going to let you know you're going to want to have a really good friend who's a survivalist or become a survivalist yourself, because you're going to have to pair those two together to get the maximum amount out of tailoring now. Yeah, which um, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I'm not I'm not super upset about that because tailoring was kind of one of those uh, classes where it was like you didn't have an associated uh, gathering class. Or, or gathering, uh, they're kind of out of place. Well, I mean, WoW does the same thing. Tailors, you just pick up cloths as you kill things. So, I, I mean, they, they kind of went the same route as that. But now, uh, survivalist is, is being added in there to to increase that, which I, I'm completely cool with that. Like thematically, makes sense. I mean, you're on a world that doesn't have these synthetic materials anyway. I mean, they have other synthetic materials. So while you're taking off leathers off of creatures or egg sacs and, and the legs off of giant mutated spiders, it would only make sense as survivalists you would scrap through, you would scrounge through the corpses of fallen enemies and find bits of pieces of cloth. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so I, I'm I'm glad that they've added that. Um, the reason why those four have gotten a, a major rework is the fact that is uh, they were the ones that were most affected by the stat changes. And because the stat changes, uh, they had to completely rework the system uh, because of that. Um, now, with that, there is a little bit, and I don't know if you guys watch the live stream or not, but when they are going over crafting, um, and it may be because I haven't been into crafting in a while because I basically stopped crafting once I hit 50, uh, but it looks like they also did kind of a, a cleanup of how it looks and how it, how it, how it works as a whole. Um, which I'm super excited about. Um, I, I, I really liked what he was doing, but it was all lower level crafting stuff. Um, did there you guys a new, have a chance? Yeah, I did watch the stream. I watched it uh, the day after, and I watched it again this afternoon to kind of refresh myself. So what they did was, especially if you're a weaponsmith, there were concerns in the community saying, hey, you know, I wanted to do this kind of weapon because I'm a stalker, but I, I have to craft swords. I don't, I don't quite get that. So they streamlined that to where if you only want to craft a weaponsmith stuff for your class, cool, go for it. You're gonna miss out on some stuff, but it's your total choice. You don't have to, you don't have to have that weird prerequisite resonator to be able to craft your stalker blades. And uh, they even showed us some of the new limits when they go into crafting itself. They added a brand new tier, so the research tier crafting when you get to the end game of it is gone. It's replaced by master tier. Now, unlike the rest of the tech tree, where you actually have branching paths that lead you down to the next bit to kind of like, track your progress, the master tier has no branches. The master tier, you solely have to get those stuff through uh, recipes you get from vendors, through drops you get in Datascape, and through uh, genetic, ar- genetic archives. So you're going to have to really work to get those recipes, to get those uh, specific pieces of gear. 
Now, there were some concerns in the PTR and early testing saying, hey, you know, this crafted gear is actually really strong. And as there's a noticeable difference that makes it a preferred item to have against raid gear. And they admitted actually on stream that that was unintentional. So what they did was the most recent update to PTR. They tweaked the numbers and they made it competitive. So Mm -hmm. if you were to have all these these uh, these bonuses you get to crafting and all of your signature status stuff or non-signature status stuff or cosmic reward stuff you could potentially craft gear that is on par if not probably better than some pieces of raid gear so if you aren't able to get the raid time if you're just a casual player that doesn't want to raid and you still want to have competitive gear and feel like you're really really badass you could invest the time and uh, research into crafting or you just buy it from a crafter yeah, uh, it. Uh, this is what excites me is that the fact that that tier is actually competitive and actually will help you out. Because the reason why I stopped crafting is because I, I felt like the gear was completely pointless. Like I was going into dungeons and completely getting wiped on on uh, crafted gear or drops in the, in a single vet dungeon was just blowing the crafted gear out. Yeah. And I remember so, when we went into Sword Maiden for the first time and you were in crafted gear, and by the end you had, like, refreshed your entire loadout except for, like, a couple pieces. Yeah. Which yeah. was just like, really? And like, oh, this is this is pretty high level 50 crafted gear. Why is this dungeon just, like, blowing this stuff out of the water? Like, it's not even like, oh, this is better in this regard and, and not, like, in this regard, but I'm focusing this other thing so I have to take the dungeon gear instead. No, it was just like, th- this is just objectively in every possible way better. Yeah. And Old Man Blue does state you actually do still need to get some crafting mats from lower level zones in the auction house as well. So you're going to have to literally be going throughout the world to get this stuff. Uh, right. That was in reference to a question that happened in chat. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing that they added to crafting, which I'm super happy that they added this, is they added a slider that yes. you can slide back and forth and change between assault and support gear. Right. Because now Love the only this. thing there's there's no way for the game to tell currently on live from what I understand I haven't crafted in forever but way back when I did craft which was like shortly after beta ended <laughs> um, the way that it told the weapon whether to be assault or support focused is what stats you put on the weapon so for example as a medic if I made resonators and put tech on the resonators it would become an assault weapon if I put insight on the resonators it would become a support weapon now there's no real way to do that since. A lot There's of the secondary no stats or... can apply to both yeah. assault and support. Some of them can't, obviously, but a lot of them can. Uh, and so there's just a little switch at the bottom now. It took me forever on live because to just figure that out, like to figure out that, oh, oh, if I give it a support stat, it'll become a support weapon. Gotcha. Because when it would populate, it would just be like yeah. assault is higher than support. And then I'm like, wait, what if I that's not what I want, though? And they oh. toggled a ton oh. of this stuff on here. There's even t- as you want inside inside the gear um hmm let's see what else we got here we go rework talents so the talents uh for trade skills like i said they have extra stuff in there that actually give you stuff you haven't seen before you can actually block out certain runes when you craft so if you really want to make that special assault power style rune you can block out life runes which is nice if you actually put that talent in there they uh, actually have also done changes in the progress of the of the uh tech tree so, like I said, they added the master master uh, tree. They got rid of the research tree, uh, and they've also redone those four skills. So uh, there was a few concerns in the beginning when that happened, where it was like, "Hey guys, 
What happened to all of my progress? On the bright side, they've been able to work some black voodoo magic, and all of your progress is still there. You don't have to redo everything. Especially when you get to that, like, research slash master tier. They've kind of, like, sorted it out where it's like, okay, you've done this much research into it, this many things into your under your tech tree. We'll convert that for you. Uh, there's as fair as they could make it. Yeah. Without... And honestly, like, things have to be thought of in this from, from their perspective. Like, they're going to give you as much as they can without removing the ability to monetize it. I think that's kind of what the bottom line is. Like, there were some questions on the AMA that we're going to talk about next, probably, um, that were addressing how rune rerolls slash, uh, um, slash uh, rune additions to gear were being handled. And they were like, oh, we're handling it as fair away as we possibly can. And I think the guy was kind of offended by that, that asked the question, because he was like, well, you're not doing this or this or this or this. So why aren't you, how is that as fair as you can possibly do it? And they, they actually said we're being as generous as we can be. Yeah. And then, it, like, a bunch of people were kind of put off by that. I think <laughs> they're kind of forgetting the perspective of if we give them too much, we're not going to get any money. Because well, if the they goal. give them like, too much, then they, they cap out early, and then they're like, okay, well, what do we do now? At the same time, they, they also yeah. want to honor the fact that there are players that have put a lot of time into crafting, and they don't want to shortchange them by just saying, you know, oh, we've changed right. it, so goodbye, try again, and see I, you later. Yeah. I think there's a line there, but I think they're going to err on the side of, of making them have to either do more work or pay more money to get to a certain point. I'm just saying I'm actually looking forward to going back and crafting once we, we come back. Crafting and runing. Like, I, I know we've gone over runing, like, to the nth degree, but actually going in and watching them rune on the, the stream was really, really nice. And um, a couple weeks ago, we... we we were reading over PTR notes and it was like, Oh, you can, uh, you know, assign runes while you're out in public or out, you know, and don't have, and then someone in chat was like, Hey, you, you can currently do that live. So in, in game, in the chat, they, they went, look, I, I, I just keep saying this over and over again because people <laughs> do not know that they can do this. You can put a rune on your gear anywhere you want. It would <laughs> help if there was a tooltip. That told even, you that. Even people that stream about this game don't know that. Yeah. Oh, but they're kind of plebby, so whatever. <laughs> I just called us all plebs. Oh, yeah. well, it's, it works for us. So we're going to move on to the Reddit AMA, and Krug, I'll let you take point on this, because I did not have a chance to read over everything. You said some interesting things. There's a lot of repeat questions, too. Yeah, there were a lot of repeat questions from the stream specifically, uh, from what I understand from the stream uh, since I was at work when it was going on. Carbine, please don't do it during work. Uh, I'd recommend you'd go through it and see if there's anything that you're interested in. None of it really caught my eye. There was just a lot of like really specific mechanical questions. There was something like, oh, if we have runes in a guild bank, how is that being handled? And they were like, well, the runes are just going to get replaced in your guild bank instead of through the mail. And then they said, well, what happens with the overflow? And then Carbine never replied. So, like, Ooh. to a certain extent, the information in, in this AMA is useful, but to a certain extent, it's not. It's kind of hard to manage question and answers on this scale. It seems like they only replied to each question once and didn't, like, look at the follow-ups. It is an AMA, um, so it's asking me anything. It's just an AAMA, or ask me almost anything, because they well, don't have to answer ask it. Ask me anything as long as it's the first time you're asking. A-M-A-A-L-A-I-T. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'd recommend everybody go take a look at this. Everybody's going to get something different out of it. There was one um, concern we saw in the live stream that they did kind of address a little bit, and I think they might have addressed it on the, on the AMA as well. 
where people were saying, dude, you could re-roll random slots over and over and over again for a new rune for a new rune type, but <laughs> damn, it's a major gold sink. To which Yeah, it is, but it's indefinite now. It so is it's indefinite. A lot, I think it's a lot less of a time sink if you manage your money correctly. Exactly. Like if you pick a goal and you focus on it, you can get the runes you want on the gear you want. Wait, without... wait, wait. Are you guys implying that there are gold sinks in Wildstar? <laughs> All gold sinks in an MMO? Believe it or not, What Indigo. is this? Preposterousness. Believe it or not, Indigo. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, the game as a whole it just is a gold sink like it's like hey how do you how do you well, put tin foil on a gold to, sink like that's <laughs> that's to counteract the sheer number of currencies oh right? so they have to have so much for you to spend on because you have like 98 different currencies well, well that's how, there are not actually 98 currencies well that's stuff. what they did they give they give you 100 currencies and then and, they give you one of each <laughs> exactly and then they make everything cost 10 of each so you, you have to like <laughs> crying the shit out of every single thing just to get like the first tier you know it'd be a good april fool's day joke if they had a currency exchange but in order oh to get God. from one currency to another currency you, you had, had to go, go through, through a this... third cur- currency no you had to go through like four other currencies so you, like the exchange you want rate from, from service tokens to, to, to copper you have to go from gold to service tokens to like renown to something. and there's a service tax for each currency you pass yes <laughs> and like they make it so that mathematically the percentages work out so that when you're at the end you're always at one so you like invest a hundred gold and then you go through that thing and you're at one prestige it kind of reminds me of the what was it the five plat bag of infinite frustration oh i love oh. that i bought that on ptr it's great <laughs> is it is there anything new for the the bag of infinite frustration on ptr or is it the same as it always is no no no, no spoilers but, for it by the way no he just didn't want to spend the, the gold on it <laughs> in real life you know what that really means is that if we were to have that in the game, it'd be a lot more voiceover work for Protostar. I'm okay with that. Hmm. Do you want to be the voice? Is that part of your... What? No, I'm, no, I'm no! Confused. I would love to hear more Protostar voices. Oh, you're just saying oh. that without any kind of veiled agenda? Yeah. <laughs> you see that little I mean, figure? Usually, That's weird. When you talk about something that Carbine has to do, you usually have a veiled agenda. No, I just want to hear more of... of Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, indeed. So this, uh, is, this next part is news? If you're lucky? Of, if you're if lucky. You're, if you're super lucky. I don't really have any words for this. Um, mostly, if you haven't been online at all this week, what basically happened is GameStop is selling Wildstar copies for four ninety nine. Five bucks. Five bucks and you get. Nearest to you. That's like the biggest caveat to it. So some people were. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you order it online and then you have to order it. GameStop. But it sold out so fast in in locations. It was insane. I went through. I live in Orange County. I know there's. 10 GameStops that I know are fairly active and a few others that aren't super active. I went to all of them and they were all sold out. Completely sold the F out. Watch. I, I want one of us to like reach under our desks and just. Well, actually, out. there is one in Whittier that has like 10 copies less, I heard. So, hmm. Let's go there. But yeah, four bucks for a copy of the game. They're trying to get rid of this thing. Four ninety nine. Well, yeah, because it's free to play now. They got to get them out the door. Right, they're going to be ninety nine cents at one point. Like, considering... There's going to be one box copy left in the world, and, and Carbine's going to be like, first person to get to this specific store gets this copy. Well, like, and I mean, the thing is, is that Carbine is still offering things 
like digitally in game if you purchase the box copies and that's because they're trying to get them off the shelf and i still think that they have to buy them back if if they don't because it doesn't make sense otherwise well it does because i think they want the like the free to play part of the game not be contradicted by stores so like if somebody sees an ad and is like oh yeah maybe i'll download Wildstyle later and then they're in the store and they see 5.99 for a box and they're just like wait what I thought that that was free. Okay, I'm not going to download it when I get home because I don't want to pay that money. And also, then they don't even look into it. You know what I mean? I like may or may not be bribing KDM in chat the right now. The benefit of free to play is quite high. What? What? Nothing. What did you say, Doc? Nothing at all. Let's move on, shall we? Okay, great. <laughs> cool. Let's do that. So the last bit of official news we have this week is from MMO Reporter Network. They went to PAX Prime this weekend and they had a chance to talk to Pappy. Once again. Only because we are one of the many fan sites that are really on the ball with the news, like Wildcast, like Jazzy, like, um, like uh, my gosh, uh, Geeks of Nexus. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> I told you, it's 100 degrees right now. I'm like, I, like my mind is melting, literally. Uh, it's all stuff we've already learned before. You know, they're talking about the transition to free-to-play. MMO Reporter Network is basically there to make sure that people that haven't heard of the game and news got a chance to, to see what's going on with Wildstar. And there seems to be an interesting consensus about the game is, yes, there are problems with the game. We've already all acknowledged this. We've said this on the show many, many times. But all of these networks, all of these sites, all of these fan sites, all of these rating sites are... They're really starting to praise the game more as they're coming back. Like, 2P just had a, a new rating on Wildstar. It's like a 9 out of 10 or 9.1 out of 10. And a lot of sites are putting the game on like their top 10 of current games that play even before we go free to play so i wonder if people are starting to come back and, and jump on, on jump on the ball and really be like oh wow it's actually really really good i totally forgot about this game putting it up like people are still comparing it to to like terra and to uh as bad as their free to play was the success of Swotor. and we haven't hit our actual reloaded date yet so it the this this mmo network interview you know pass along to friends you know, show them what it's like and, and have them talk about it. If they have any questions, you know, show them our way or show them to Geeks and Nexus and then have more information about this game. Well, and I think the reason why this interview is important and is going over a lot of the older news is that if someone is coming, like, haven't had any experience with the game in the last few months, they quit right after the game launched, whatever, they, they don't know what's going on unless they go back and re-listen to all of our podcasts. So True. this is a single point, uh, a single video that they can watch and get caught all the way up. Speaking so, of... I think it's good, if you can give me one second, Doc. Mm-hmm. I think it's good that people create news content about Wildstar consistently as That's time goes on. Yeah, it's advertising and it kind of pushes down the older content so people don't see old problems and forget to read the date and like think that they're current problems. So I think the more consistently we have content, whether it's like rehashing old con- or rehashing old topics or, or talking about new things that are coming. As long as it's current information that's at the top of that Google search when you type in Wildstar News, we're good. True. We're golden. That's and- that's all we need as a community. <clears throat> Yeah, it's the actual advertising word of mouth like you're saying. People are saying on, in chat, Reddit's getting more word of mouth out, mouth out there. And someone said, hey, uh, is there any more marketing stuff happening? And Katie in chat to say, we do have some marketing stuff planned and hope that'll help. Which has kind of been what we've all said before is a major sore point in Wildstar. Where PAX East, would, like the, the few months before it was dropped, they had a massive four-day marketing push. And that was about it. 
I'm kind of hoping that they start showing off more and more, like and stuff like this MO Reporter Network video will help, and uh, some of the stuff that's happening with the with the the price box drops. Like these game stops are actually now knowing, oh, Wildstar. Okay, I know this game. We've been seeing people buying it. I actually had to talk with some people about this. So stuff like this video, stuff like the Wildstar sale at GameStop, uh, they are all actually helping on the advertising front that they're sorely, sorely lacking. Um, <clears throat> that's going to be really it for the official news and, and whatnot we've seen in the game. So we're going to move on to. A short but sweet, Strange Tales from the Community. I like doing which, that voice. Which, by the way, uh, th- the first video just made oh. me laugh over oh, yeah. and over right. and it's, over. It's, it's for the lulls to the extreme. It, so, it, 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 there's a big warning at the very, very beginning. Yeah, I'll of, leave like, it up for a bit so people can read it. it. It's literally like, if you take this seriously, like, calm the fuck down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I, I think the, 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 the idea behind... The video is serious, but I think the way it's presented is not so serious. I think it's just satire? Kind of like yeah. trying to be funny, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, the things that he is... Reco- so the video is... is from uh, Ox. From, from, from the beginning. <laughs> from Ox. The video is from Ox. Uh, and uh, it's called Carbine, Please. Carbine, Please. Carbine, Please. Um, and the video is really, really awesome. Uh, he goes through it and he kind of points out problems that he has and just says, Carbine, Please. Not like, just oh. he. A lot of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty funny. Like the one of the thing, the first thing that he shows off is uh, there's no you know character transfers. Like, come on, Carbine. Like, Carbine, please. Come and on. it's funny because uh, the guest that he has in the video is the one that says Carbine, please, and he comes up with a uniquely funny voice for each thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. And the best part is at the very very tail end of the video, he goes. Uh, you can hear him go. Uh, like my roommates in in the uh, uh, my apartment are. Uh, <laughs> Just, just hearing me scream, Carbon, please, over and over. But <laughs> <laughs> you have so many, so many currencies, Carbon, please. Yeah, that's like, currencies. Yeah. And what yeah. happened to zero to fifty? I miss zero all the way up. Yeah, he 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 kind of laughs, laughs at zero to fifty. <laughs> but there are some things and there are some problems that he mentions, which uh, I mean, we we do seriously hope that he takes. Or I'm not he, but Carbine takes seriously. These are issues. Multiple uh, queuings. Yes, come on. Oh, please, carbine, please. So carbine, long. please. Just let me do for PvP and dungeons at the same time, please. <sighs> anyway, so go check that out. It's a lot of fun. I, apparently, there's some trolls giving him some flack for his, his accent. Oh, shut the fuck up, people, really. For his accent? My, my favorite... Because he's favorite. not American. Oh, well, my favorite thing is the the last little piece he does, which is what's on the screen, uh, is uh, why is the Venbot all the way across the map in Fade? <laughs> and it, it it's 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 aggravating. Fade is too big. Anyways. Oh, boohoo! Just drive across and get the freaking Venbot, yo! Goddamn oh, whiners! I'm going, I'm going to I'm going to use my teleport and just spend all of my real money just teleporting from one <laughs> to Fade to the end. <laughs> okay, I will say that I don't uh-huh. agree with some of his his issues that he points out. Like some of them, I'm just like I don't give a fuck, dude. Like I think it was, it was him, it was him making fun of other people little, making, having problems about it. A lot of them it. are legitimate. Like, a lot of them are like. Mm. So we're gonna uh, the one where he talks about DCs is hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, that happens way too much. A anyway. tank is ready to pull. Thing has been disconnected. Oh fuck me! <laughs> carbine. <laughs> yeah, <it was> carbine play. <laughs> anyway, let's yeah, let's go. If we're gonna, we'll put the link on the Ox's channel as well. It's really fun. He did a, a short-lived show called Ox and Shack Talking Back. 
That was really, really fun. They have stuff planned in the future. He was ta- I was talking about it today. They're going to work on Machinima. They're going to work on some other stuff. Not just Wildstar, but other gaming-related. So I'm glad that he and his he and his group are back. So thank you, guys. And I will say, just, so, just because he's here and he's talking about his own video, he says, some things are in the list are a bit exaggerated. Some things are there for fun, like the more pinkies in which he's referencing. Can uh, raids please drop more pink loot? Please. And, uh, yeah, which he calls pinkies very affectionately, it sounds like. Uh, and some things are serious issues, which that's what the video feels like. But you, you can pretty much tell, like, he's trolling. He's being serious, or this is just funny. Like, there's no reason for this to be here except for the lulls. Yeah. Um, yeah, go watch the video. It so, puts a smile on my face. So the next little bit of community stuff we're going to show off is from Kalzam, or Malzik Fury, as his alt is on this plot. So if you don't know who Kalzam is, you will know. Where have you been? Yes. <laughs> the man never sleeps. All he does is build. He toils, and he creates massive monoliths on this plot. Imagine what he can do with the new, like, 20% extra plot grounds and neighborhoods when it comes to Reloaded. My god. Anyway, specifically we're talking about the Void Star Mark II. Can I tell you how much I love the music that he added in this? Like, it it fits very nicely. The super Arabian Night sounding thing, it's it's really cool. (laughs) Uh, You may have heard that when you heard me forget to mute it in the the video and then kind of (laughs) bled through into the stream and podcast for a second. So you know kind of what it sounds like. So he does mention as a thematic thing in this as this episode is he did use a lot of the phage tech decor, which is like corrupted Elden architecture. That that's what it really is. Anyway, just wanted to point that out there because it's kind of awesome. It's massive. There's this... a beholder in it. It's the greatest. Yes, yes. yes. He has a beholder, beholder in this thing. I can't tell if it's a if it's like a star or a star destroyer, or like a secret base or something. What is the void star? Is ridiculous. It's 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 massive. And cares? It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's I a fair point. <laughs> I, I do like Clover. Kelzem is uh, going to be pre uh, pre. Em- oh wow, preemptively pre- going to be-, be preemptively banned from housing competitions at the rate he's going. Yeah, he actually has <laughs> alts that go into the competitions too. It's like Kelzem and Malzak. Hmm, that name looks familiar. <laughs> oh, dude, you have no idea how long it took me to put together the fact that Kelzem and Malzak were the same person, like. A, a, a stupidly embarrassing amount of time. Let's move on. Yes, please. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are always mean to me. <laughs> it's because we lo- love you? Anyway. That was really cool. The engine thing was super cool. I hadn't seen that before. Let's, Anyways, Let's show off on. the new last little bit of community news. This actually, we I just found out in our chat, and I'm glad, because we talked about this last week. About Wild Ball. For those of you who don't know from last week, Katya is another housing guru slash genius. Carbon, please hire Katya and Kelzam. You mean you mean the person who made an add-on for uh, racing on her plots, and then Carbine somehow, and, and Carbine somehow now has racing in their game. Let's let's actually re- <laughs> recap this. Katya made a housing editor, mm-hmm. an easier housing editor. She made a racing. She's a, a forerunner in the racing tracks. And she created a, uh, a Wild Ball, which is essentially Wild Star Soccer. Well, on the bright side, she's been listening to everybody that's on the EU and has brought Katya over, well, Katya's brought over Wild Ball to the EU side. She's helping out, or Carrot Greenleaf is actually helping her out there. So on Carrot Greenleaf's plot, you actually jump on there. It's open to the public. You can drop by any time to, to play it. It's really, really cool. So there's actually, they even give directions like we saw last week that uh, it's it's actually like what what abilities can be used in the game and how it all works. 
So it's not widespread. It only really works on those two plots right now, but the ability is there. So it's really, really, really cool. Man, that's that's really most of the news this week, and I know it's super really early. We've only been on for about 45 minutes or so. But I had a question for you guys, and this actually is more of uh, wild speculation, so put on your tinfoil hats if you can. We're going to go into the future of Wildstar! Well, maybe, possibly, hopefully. So the reason why I say that is everyone's looking for more content to be added into the game and what they want to do. Uh, I've always wondered... Would it be possible to get space combat in this game? Oh my god, what? No! No! No, why well, not? First, no. Of all, first of all, it is possible. Well, it I is... mean, it's like technologically possible, sure. There's, well, there mean, is a quest where you're flying a ship. Well, yeah, there's quest lines where you are flying a ship and attacking things on the ground, so theoretically... Yeah, but that's really, really not the same thing. No, I, I understand that. I, it I, is I on mean, rails, yeah. I, for those of you that don't know the quest that he's talking about, there is a quest, I forget where. Far side. Uh, where you're basically on rails. There's actually two that I know. There's one where you're on rails and you have to like click on your target and just hit one. And you have no control over the speed or direction of your ship. The other one is you're, again, on these rails. And all you have to do is click one. You get a telegraph that has a range of like 80 billion. And then you have to click on things on the ground and bomb them. I'm just saying I, I'm with Clover. Not space I, would, I would much rather see a low-gravity battlefield arena yeah. the only problem with low gravity battleground focus on dude the problem is with the way the jumping system works is that jumping will cancel out abilities and there's not a whole lot of z-axis on on these abilities you yeah. have that weird confused Hence look on your face cool. you're like no Ooh. no but you're still gonna get hit so it doesn't matter yeah. if you double jump over the ability you're still gonna get hit by the ability no no, no i'm not saying that what well, I... they should fix that first well yes. i mean line of sight just understand yeah let's that. get line of sight first in the game and we'll talk about z-axis <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. If we're gonna talk, if we're if you're gonna say that, then you're gonna have to say, well, oh, well so if you want space combat, you're gonna fix. Okay, this, so, this the, the, so the the no. subject is space combat, and then also low grav. Those are two possible things. You guys really are, are fighting for low grav here, and yeah, I really yeah. think space combat would be really fun. Space combat. Oh like, my god, how is space combat not any more fun? We just fucking need... Star Fox and Wildstar. Come on, just go play Star Fox. You can have a shitty arm play like Star Wars Battlefront, which also has space combat, like. What is it? <laughs> add something to the game. Like, add something that, like, makes sense for the game. I don't think it does make total sense. sense. <laughs> it does make total sense. It, okay, there's several ways to approach it. said at CRB Canyon, where do we send our resumes with half implemented ideas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all we're good for, really. <laughs> so, okay, low gravity PP. Tell me how that would work, because the only the major two issues I have is that your line of sight issues and the fact that there's no Z-axis limit for skills. Meaning, it doesn't matter how high but you there jump. There is a Z-axis limit. There is? I've, I, I can't, can't jump over abilities. You can't be infinitely above a telegraph and have it hit you. But That's, I mean, players' I abilities. Like, you can actually obviously jump over certain beams in, say, Skullcano, because they have a low Z-axis. You don't talk about Skullcano. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if every time anyone said Skullcano, we all just screamed, like, at the top of <laughs> Well, you know, it's Skull. We don't talk about Skullcano. PTSD. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I will make that shirt. There are things in the, the, the dungeon which we do not name. There are, uh, there are other abilities that you have to jump that do, air, like, whole area effects. So there clearly is like Z access with abilities. And I, again, I'm not going to be the guy that says, that's a simple thing for carving a code because that's a, a horse should answer. But if, if they fixed, uh, uh, had a specific Z access where instead of just a telegraph this way, but it was a visual height telegraph as well, 
which would be pretty interesting. So here's what I think about. I've thought about it for a second. Here's what I think about uh, zero gravity PvP. Okay. It would just mean for people that were taking PvP seriously that they couldn't jump. Like that would be the bottom line. has been like blown up and it's like you've got like platforms and it's a yeah okay. it's like a so, king of the hill so it, oh oh you okay. realize that would just be krug extricating right? no 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 no, no. what would be great because you can't extricate the opponent okay I, so I'm we, we don't extricating the opponent so we don't really have a king of the hill we have like a zone <laughs> control thing in the game what if we, if we did have a king of the hill but to combine that uh that low gravity thing you're talking about what if we had a, a battleground that actually switched gravity on us Either through manual, like through manual means, or through automatic means. Like if you were able to control these nodes on this malfunctioning ship or something, the whole ship just shifts, and there's two different battlefield layouts on each side of the ship because it's just stuff falling and creating a new terrain. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I like, mean, we oh, didn't get space oh, combat, but one a dynamic one terrain battlefield. I mean, I don't know exactly how it would be implemented, but that would be that would be interesting. That would be and like I oh, think it would cool. be cool. So, like one terrain favors one team, and the other terrain favors the other. Not team so much. You could actually do no, some really cool. fun asymmetric so you, style battlegrounds because right now the issue is every battleground has to be symmetrical, right? If you look at all the maps, they're virtually symmetrical. They have to be. Now, if you actually had the ability to uh, have these secondary nodes, you don't have to actually access them, but say. Uh, the team that's on the very, not very, but on the asymmetric side, it's not on a super well defense area and they have like a flag or a node they have to, or a, a ground net to keep hold of. If they had people run out and hit those nodes, all of a sudden the gravity on this field shifts and the terrain shifts in their favor. So now the attackers or the other team has to work with whatever just does actually do that. And, and Old Man Blue says we have a ship hand that does that. And that's actually where the main inspiration I thought of was. A close yeah, quarters. For the ship hand that does that transitions in a in a cinematic that's the hard part we're the talking about transitioning like live unless every yeah. time that happened pvp would stop we'd see a cinematic Ooh, happen. i think that'd be rough yeah, nobody would fucking play it if that was the case yeah <laughs> no no i i i think having a a single point king of the hill where uh you know it's a circle and if your team is controlling aka there are more of your team in that that circle that is on a hill at the very top and low gravity or jumping pads were there i mean it doesn't have to be low grab but like jumpy pads that get you to like sections uh sections of it i think that would be really fun because one it's forcing everyone into combat it, it it's not necessarily like kill death ratio stuff it's just controlling a zone so if you could you know fear the hell out of your opponent's team to not be up there or if you could i, I think that would be really really fun because we don't really i mean we sort of have that with uh blood halls of the blood Sworn, sort of but it's it's this team is controlling and then this team is controlling i'm like at the same time it's a red or yeah, blue like section. classic classic style like no weird yeah. funky modifications to it would be pretty interesting or they could just go in their current like trajectory and just take the next thing Kachi is doing and add it to the game, which would be soccer. So you know, I, I would love like, a wild ball map. Just, add, just saying. PvP soccer. PvP soccer. That would oh be really my god, that would be really fun. Where like damage I mean, is like eighty percent less, but the ball actually moves faster because of that, or something like that. No, I don't damage know. is one hundred twenty percent more. <laughs> then it's just deathmatch. 
Wait, it's just straight up deathmatch with the occasional ball. It's exactly like PvP right now for Krug. Oh, <laughs> I'm bad at PvP. <laughs> I, you know, we have Hup Ball in Star Wars. So I would love to see Wild Ball. Clover, in, in, I in don't Wildstar. know if the tether bug in halls got fixed, but yes. I really yes, would it did. It did. Way yes. back when, like the week after we talked about it, it was fixed. Oh, yeah. good. I don't remember that at all. But so, I'm glad it did. I guess we just transitioned straight from space combat to different kinds of PvP battlegrounds because you guys are so vehemently opposed to it. Yeah, I, it makes no sense. I, 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 I do not believe I think it makes perfect sense. I think we're in a game that's in space, and a part of our questing experience is in space. And there's rumors that we'll go back to space in the future. Space combat sounds like it'd be a fun thing to do, right? If you're on, like, say, you have to go back to Farside, or in lore, we have Lormageddon that shows us that there are mining operations on moons that have been abandoned. There are there's a second moon around Nexus that isn't that has been quarantined off. Those are great segues into getting space combat into the game. Like, if you were to do like a uh, uh, if you're going to do space combat, you have to do it in a first or third person position where your vehicle doesn't change a uh, position or your 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 but your environment does. So if you fly up, you you're you're not physically flying up, but the surroundings are moving and you have to go through star fields, blah 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 and also fight stuff. Like having a traditional like battleground-esque where you would fly around in circles and have to shoot other things like keep us on a like a, a pseudo rails system where you're, you're traveling through and what well star wars actually does kind of a similar thing when they're doing traveling no, 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 from planet no, no. to planet it's, okay the, the problem the problem with being not being on a rails system in flight combat is one it can last way 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 That's too true. long and two it can make people sick all right. So so the the thing is, is and by rails, it means that you are constantly going forward. So unlike unlike the game, point, you're not just running around wherever you want. Correct. You're going from point A to point B, but the game is go- isn't going to go a straight line. It's going to go in loops or whatever. And you have to move yourself around to avoid damages. If you're playing Kingdom Hearts, it's like the gummy so ship segways. you're positioning yourself on the screen, but the screen's constantly moving advancing. in. Yes, yes exactly. If, you if have you, like if, cardinal directions, but you don't have forward or backwards. If, if, you've seen, if you've seen Kingdom Hearts, they do a thing where you transition between worlds. You have a gummy ship you customize, and that's, that's what it is. If you look a at your what? screen... They call it's it a gummy, gummy ship. It's like Legos gummy and gummy ship? bears. Yeah. Gummy ship. Yeah. I'm Googling that shit right now. Okay. <laughs> well, we are getting close to the end of this. So how about this? What's really, really fun? We still have some fancy pants codes to give away, right? Why don't we give one or two of them away? Look at, look Do at we still have any more of this? Yeah. Yeah. I actually have no idea what we have left because I don't... We still have the fancy pants codes. Let's give... Yes. Uh, yeah, we still have fancy <laughs> pants codes. so... Like, we have some fancy pants codes. And Crew's like, what are you talking about? And you're like, look, fucker, we have some fancy pants codes, right? <laughs> How about this? Crew, get prepared to do a giveaway. Uh, maybe not right now. Position. Maybe, maybe oh. not right now because we can probably give this away for next week. Like, tell us what you think... You just be said a- we are doing a giveaway! Do you want me to finish what I'm saying? I was going to say, tell us what you think would be an awesome battleground or space combat mechanic or something, and we can give you fancy pants code for it. Like, that would be awesome. All right, so tweet... You made me make my hair poofy, and I hate Tweet at underscore Q times during the week, and between now and next week, we will pick the best option. So, again, the, the, the Twitter handle is at underscores Q times, Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S. Uh hit us up and tell us in 120 characters or less what you think your best 140. battleground 140 140 yeah. 
characters or less, what your favorite, uh, what your idea of the perfect battleground would be. It'd be fun to see you condense that. Because you have to include Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you just do like a Rain Man math thing in your head right no, now? No, no just, I was literally <laughs> counting on my fingers. You could probably see it on the stream if you look. Definitely, def, 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 definitely 128 characters. Definitely 128 characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. My, my hair looks like boobs right now. because it's like, What? It's what boobies, is with like, you and genitalia today? That boobs are not genitalia. Oh, that's a fair point. <laughs> Anyways, Doc, what is the best place for people to find you? Oh, well, if I survive this current heat wave from California, you can find me on Twitter at DocQT. It's the best way to get a hold of me. Indigo, where can we find you online? You can find me at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter. Uh, you could also email me at indigo at qtimes.com. Uh, and if you would like to get a hold of all three of us, you can email us at stos at qtimes.com. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything that is the best place. Criticism. To, criticism as well. Criticism. Uh, that is the best place to uh, make it to better send for it. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we want to continue to make this Let's show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> If, and if your criticism is to get rid of Krug, I'm already with you. There I'll take applications. Somewhere. Yeah, we're taking applications. We'll take applications, <laughs> we'll take applications to get rid of Krug now. Uh, good thing I have control of the emails. Shit. Anyways, <laughs> where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at KrugQT. You can also hit me up uh, via my email address, which is Krug at QTimes.com. For some reason, people think my name is spelled weird. It's C-R-O-O-G. Um, that's how you spell my name. So Krug at QTimes.com. Uh, and as Indigo said, if you want to get a hold, uh, a hold of all four of us, you can send an email to STOS at QTimes.com. Uh, and we love you. So for those of you that are curious, uh, Sloth says what? It's a, or someone says, what, what is this thing? Fancy Pants, it's the name of the costume set that's given yeah, out for Gamescom. It's a Fancy Pants shirt. Or yes. This is a really I, weird thing to address love. right before the end of the recording. Hmm. Who knows? People just want to know, right? I want a hat, though. I want the fancy pants hat. Just saying. I'm recording. Please. Anyways, for all of us at STOS, thank you very, very much for watching us, listening to us, uh, whatever you do each week. Thank you, and hope to see you guys next week. Mwah. Episode 63 of Strange Tales of Outer Space. Bye. Don't double charge me. <laughs> <laughs>